you have, how many were in your family I forgot? <laughs> how many brothers did you have? Didn't have any. Just sisters? Just one sister. Mm-hmm. Did you help your mother very much? Well, uh, some, yes. But she was a school teacher. Started being quite young. School, she was in school. Did your mother, mother ever have a hired girl? No. No. She did all her own work. Did many neighbors have hired girls? Well, if they had a large family, they would have maybe have a hired girl. But the women in those days worked. <laughs> well, didn't your mother work? Oh, yeah. My mother worked hard. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm not <laughs> laughing. I'm just grinning. <laughs> They're always doing something. Yeah. They tend to their hens and they'd help milk night and morning. And they helped milk your mother did? Yeah. With your mother? Did they like working the, in the far, on the farm or in the barn? Oh, I think so. They wouldn't say so, though. No, but they'd like to see it done. <laughs> your mother enjoyed cooking for her family? Yeah. More than anything else, do you think? Or? Well, she liked to cook. And... Uh, She liked to have you come to the table and eat good. If you didn't, she thought there was something matter with her cooking. Yeah, she was that way. Did your mother make clothing very often? Oh, no. Some. Not too much. What would she make? Oh, she'd make her some her own clothes and some for my sister. Did she make clothing for you ever? No. A pair of overalls only cost fifty cents, and wouldn't pay her to make them. That don't seem possible. A pair of overalls, fifty cents. Now they cost you five or six dollars. More than that. Do you think your mother was happy in her work, what oh, she yeah. was doing? Yeah. You said your mother was enjoying her life? Or? I think so. My mother sewed quite a lot. She made clothes for my sisters and she made clothes for her family, her sisters and some of the relatives, for Grandma Cushman. She made a suit once for my father. many years ago, 1900 or so. What would you wear when you were six years old? Did you have long pants? No. Knee pants and high stockings. Barefooted probably for summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went barefooted again when I was 12 years old. Most children go barefooted? Yeah. 
Yeah, I see him come to school around here barefoot and wearing mittens. <laughs> well, mittens were cheaper than Well, they shoes. didn't have any shoes and stockings, but their hands was cold and they wore mittens. <laughs> they the mittens. Uh, ben Dusty. He says, look at that, he says, barefoot and mittens on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Then maybe they'll make their own shoes when you're a boy. No. They're a shoemaker in Fort Collins. So you go to a shoemaker, you wouldn't go to a store? Or? Yeah, well, uh, all my shoes come from the store. But there used to be shoemakers that would come like in the fall. Now, like down to Starks, the man would come and then he'd make shoes for all the family and then he'd go on to another house and make shoes for that was family. Was that cheaper or was that? A cobbler he was. I don't know how expensive he was, do you? No. Not very expensive, probably. And the, and the seamstress used to do that. She'd come and stay at a house till she made the clothes there and then go to another place. I've heard the tell. Many pack peddlers around here when you were a boy? Yeah. Or, yep. And they used to make their trips too, you know, the same man come along. I remember they used to travel in pairs lots of times. They'd have two packs, one of dry goods and the other in oceans. There was one my mother used to buy of. Another thing they used to have was tin peddlers mm -hmm. for a horse and cart. Most all my mother's cooking ware came that way. Were the housewives glad to see the peddlers? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Give them a chance. I'd save up the old rags and rubbers, you know, and trade tin for tin work. Mm -hmm. Did your mother knit very much? Yeah, she knit socks and mittens a lot. She was a good knitter. Mm -hmm. She'd sit in the dark and knit. Wouldn't have to wash your hands at all. Did she dye her own yarn ever? Yeah. Would she use store-bought dyes or? Yeah. She never made her own. And you had there were no herb gardens. You remember? No. Did you remember have an herb garden? No. Yeah. Do you remember any? No. She used to raise sage sometimes. Later years, have a little patch of sage to make dressing. But not right there, herb garden. Never heard about herb gardens and herbs much till I went to Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. That's where you'd hear about the herbs. Mm -hmm. Any other kind of handiwork your mother would do besides knitting? They don't do today? Why I don't know what they want. They crochet. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know that my mother, mother did some, but I don't know about your mother, but, and, uh, they used to crochet, and they used to do, uh, well, embroider, and they used to tie some of them. Mother used to make quilts. Yeah, they made quilts. Well, there any quilting bees your mother had? Why, sometimes some of the neighbor women would come in, but not read their bees. Mm. Were there many house raising or barn raising bees? Well, there were some. We had one at our place. Arthur Hanna and John Hanna had one, they used to barn. Oh, yes, they. That's a thing of the past now because big timbers aren't used. Were there any field clearing bees? Did you ever clear a field? Mm-hmm. How'd you clear it? Were you younger? No, it was after I came here. That all that on that side of the road, you might say the most of it was brush and trees. And uh, there was probably ten acres over next to King's there that wouldn't keep a goose, you know. Timber one no good, brush mostly. I remember I went as it, Alfred Gardner was working for me. We went as tractor, horses, axes. My cousin Will Chapman came along, wanted to know what I was doing. And I told him what I was going to do. I was going to clean up that piece of land. He haw-hawed and laughed. He says, you'll never live long enough, he says, to see that growing. <laughs> And we had a heavy crop of hay off of it this year. Of course, uh, it's been down, been cleared. That was a good many years ago. I can't remember when it was off earth. You can. I mean, I don't think about it. I went to school here and went yeah. up and down the road when Sherman yeah. was here, but I mean, I can't remember when you cleared it. I cleared it. It wasn't long after I came here. Mm -hmm. Oh, this farm, I've uh, cleared a lot of land of rocks, scrub trees in the meadows and everywhere. You wouldn't know it was the same place today as when I came here. But it's good land, good farm. Is it better land than your father's? No. No, it isn't. It's different. It's earlier land in a way, lighter soil. That down there is, is good land, low, a lot of good farms down through there, in that road. Which is better for growing, or is either? Well, this land here is earlier. You can get on there early in the spring. But this land has to be fed. It's what they call white birch soil, and you've got fertilizer. But it raises good crops. It's easy to work. Oh, I always milked here, 12, 15 cows, milk both places, get up in the morning, milk here, put some machines in the truck and drive to other place, get in another bunch of milk down there. We'd have our breakfast here at 7 o'clock, and uh, <coughs> you know I was ready to eat from 4 o'clock till 7.
And that's the only time in my life that I had potatoes and meat for breakfast. I wanted potatoes and meat for breakfast, mm -hmm. along with my oatmeal. Were farmers as aware of soil as they are today, do you think, when you were young? Like soil content, you know, acid or... Why, they didn't know as much about land and handling as they do today. But golly, they was good farmers. Good farmers. You know, I think the country as a whole around here look better than it does now. Once a much brush and everything was clean. Andy Cow came from Ireland. Old Irish. Bought a farm down below the almond home farm there, that white house, you know. Mm -hmm. and there used to be a big barn there. You probably don't remember that. Yellow bought it and burnt that barn off. It was a shame. Underground stable. And it was a beautiful barn. A little out of the way. And you know, uh, he cleaned all that stone built a stone wall in the line between him and Avery Creighton. And you know when he plowed, if he'd strike a stone, he'd stop his team right there. And he'd dig that stone out. And if he'd get once a large, he couldn't move it. You know how he'd do? He'd build a fire on it and keep piling on wood and get it red hot. Then he'd get a couple of milk cans. The milk cans uh, held uh, 40 gallons of cold water. Mm -hmm. And he'd pour on the stone and I'd break it. And he'd get it. Um, mm -hmm. That was something one of them. Wasn't that hard work? Yeah. We didn't know what hard work was. That's all. And he paid for his farm and had money in the bank. And when he died, he left it all to Willie. He had one boy that was a priest, Danny. Yeah, they were nice people. And uh, Willie got it. He didn't have it five years, and he spent the whole this. Seems too bad. Mm -hmm. That man worked for many years, and it's hard to get it together. Were most of the farms around here rocky at all? Or was it well, when you were. They were yeah. spots, it was rocky, you know. Like this place, there were spots in this farm, it was rocky, another part didn't have any. Mm -hmm. But the rocky soil was generally the good soil. Because it hadn't been used before, you know. Well, I don't know, yes, and it, uh, it had the elements in it, like lime, you know. Did people build many stone walls around here? There was quite a lot mm -hmm. of stone walls. Did you ever build any? No, but they piled them up along. There used to be a road from uh, the bridge across to the state road there. Mm -hmm. And they had a wall along there. Well, what did they do with the stones they didn't put them on the wall? Oh, dumped them down the bank of the river. <laughs> and then, you know, the state, the state built this road through here. And boys, they used up a pile of the walls. They liked to get the walls because they handy to get the hold of stone. Mm -hmm. And they run through the crusher. And 
Were you ever very sick or sick very often when you were a child? No. No, I've always had pretty good health. Did your mother give you a spring tonic? No. Do you use home rem home remedies? No. Which what would you use for home remedies? Well, catnip tea. For what? Cold? Yeah. <clears throat> Goose oil for cold and chest rub. But we never was bothered very much. How often would you see the doctor, say? Oh, I never saw the doctor. That is, once or twice a day. Mm. Was your mother strict about personal cleanliness? Very. <laughs> <laughs> very strict. <laughs> she wouldn't have no dirt around her. What would she do if you did? <laughs> you could get a ball in there, there I can fit it. How often would you take a bath? Yeah, full bath. Whenever I needed it. Saturday night also? Where do you take yes. Uh, in the wintertime probably about once a week. In the summertime I used to go up the river most every day. Night after. I went in where it's pretty cold. Did your parents believe in brushing their teeth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did most people? Why, I think so. I couldn't say for sure. Mm -hmm. What did they use for a toothbrush? Oh, they had buttons. The like they are today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use soda for toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Did your mother serve two meals a day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would she serve for breakfast? Oatmeal. Eggs. Toast. Sometimes homemade donuts, sometimes not. What was the best thing she made? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Johnny cake, pie. Did she can very much? Yeah, she can. Vegetables, fruits. Berries, probably? Berries, she yeah. had them. Mm -hmm. Did you go burying much as a child? Or? No, I never liked to go burying. <laughs> but my mother used to go pick blackberries. Did your mother go burying much? Yeah, blackberries. <coughs> but we raised a lot of strawberries. <coughs> 
A big strawberry patch. Yeah, generally my father had a quarter of an acre. Uh, did many people have strawberry patches? Not too many, no. Uh, up on the sand, up southwest where they used to live. Did you have strawberries? Well, a small patch. Mm-hmm. What would you have for um, dinner? Potatoes, some kind of meat, vegetables if we had it, mm-hmm. something to finish off on. Mm-hmm. Eat more pork or beef? Oh, I think we eat more pork. Generally had a quarter of beef in the winter, though. Did you eat much um, chicken and turkey? Well, we had turkey on special occasions, like Thanksgiving, Christmas. And we'd have chicken. Mm-hmm. We had special company, they all mm-hmm. fixed chicken and dumplings. Mm-hmm. Well, I had any specials for chicken? Well, yes, or Sunday or some day like that. Mm-hmm. Just read more chickens now than we ever do. Yeah, I think Chicken's the best cheap meat you get, that and turkey. But I don't care for turkey. We like duck pretty well. You didn't care much duck when you were just no. one. <laughs> no, not much. Did many people eat wild, wild ducks or game birds when you were young? Some, but not much. I used to shoot ducks once, or when I was a boy. I Wait. seen me swim across the river to get a good duck. I shot down. Which river? The center? Right here, down below, though. And I said the water was cold, but I wouldn't let that duck go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go fishing much when you were a boy? Quite a bit, yeah. Whenever I get a chance, most of them need me. Did you go fishing as a girl? No. no. And we'd always plan to have a goose for New Year's. If it was possible. Mm. That meant New Year's. No, I never fished until just late years. What kind of dishes did your mother have? Oh, just common dishes. She didn't she had any good china? Oh yes, she had one set. She had a set of china mm-hmm. that her mother and her sister bought down at Tiles, down at the line, Canadian line. And uh, I still have it. But then she had common dishes that she used every day, mm-hmm. more common. Did your mother have good china? Well, I wouldn't know. Yeah. She had lots of dishes. Yes, I guess yeah, she did. Yes, she did have. Just silverware? Mm-hmm. And my mother had loved silverware. Silverware. Mm-hmm. For every day you used uh, what? Well, the older silver. It mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't always silver either. Some of it was black handled. Mm-hmm. Old fashioned, I guess you'd call it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Where would your parents go shopping? Fort Carrington. And when they got the car, they'd go on loan and order waste and flurry store. 
Do they go shopping on the weekends or before Tommy and your Malone or on a special time? I can't. No, I can't remember that they did. Any special day? Do you remember? No. When we go to factory, maybe we stop the stopper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You milk every day. Get loaf of bread or whatever small things you were going to get. And most people made their bread at that time. Mm-hmm. Flour, sugar, whatever they wanted. Did you buy many canned goods? Not many. My okay. mother would think it was a sin to buy canned goods. They're a thing of this recent era. Yeah. Buy a loaf of bread, then five cents. Why? They wouldn't think about a loaf of bread. If they were shy of bread, they'd make a jelly cake. Or a soda biscuit. Yeah. But think of it. A loaf of bread, then... It was good bread. Oh, yeah. Tom Fraser's loaf. Great big loaf. Nice bread. And then they made it in pans. Three loaves in a pan. That used to be good. Was there a bakery in Fort Hollywood? Well, yes. It was right on the line down there, Dundee. Mm -hmm. Well, he had a red cart and a horse. Nice horse. And uh, he'd go to Trout River with his load of bread once or twice a week, peddling along the way. What other businesses were there in Fort Cobbington when you were young? Woolen Mill. Who owned that? We didn't ask Joyce, did we? No. No, I don't know just as well as uh, anybody. Yep. And there was Spencer's furniture shops McNaughton's grist mill. And there was sawmill, Dovermore sawmill. And The steamboat used to come up to Mathis's wharf. The who's? The steamboat from what, Augsburg. What was the wharf? Mathis's wharf, they called it. Uh-huh. They unloaded their stuff. They steamboat, used, huh? Yeah, they used to bring flour from Augsburg to grocers and get it mm-hmm. there to sell. Yeah. Was it a side wheeler? Or what? No, I don't think it was. I remember going there. Then Captain Smallman had two boats that run from Dundee. They run from the American side, though. The Grenada and the Princess Louise, the Grenada was quite a big boat. The Princess was smaller. But the, the river got filled in so they couldn't run the Grenada. Then the Princess run quite a few years. And River filled in more and they didn't run anywhere and didn't pay anything. I mean the Salmon River filled yeah. in, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The St. Lawrence filled in too, didn't it? No. No. Mm-hmm. No, not there. Mm-hmm. Did your father ever tell you about why 
Your father remember Fort Cochrane being called French Mills? Oh, no. No? It was long before his time, too? Yeah. You ever hear anything about that? Yeah. You see, uh, it was French Mills up to about the time of the War of 1812. You see, Colonel Covington at Chrysler's Mills was, or Chrysler's Farms was wounded. And he died before Covington they brought him up there. And they named the town after him. Were most of the people in Fort Covington French when you were younger? Was there any? No, they weren't. There's more French in Fort Covington today than there was then. Mostly Scotch and Irish when I was a boy. Were there hard feelings between the French, Scotch, and the Irish? A what? Hard feelings between the three groups. No, I can't ever remember being any hard feelings. No, uh, they mixed pretty well. If a man was a good man and minded his business, didn't matter what he was, whether he was French or Scotch or Irish. Or, they all associated with each other, too. Now there was George French, Joe French was a blacksmith, George French was a merchant, Mr. Roussel was a merchant, Benny Grushy was a Chelsea. Oh, they all got along. Wasn't McMillan? McMillan's mom. That was mom. Mm -hmm. Right. McMillan's mentioned here in this about Fort Covington? I thought maybe. Yeah, McMillan. It was Danforth and Fairchildis and several others here, but I don't see any name. Name that rings a bell. Were you sick very much as a child? No. No, I never was sick much. I had the measles and I few things like that. Mm. Right. Did your mother use home remedies at all? I can't remember much about home remedies. I think I think we did sometimes. I know she used to give us quinine or something for worms. Turpentine on sugar. <laughs> you had it for so many days and then something else. Once in a while. You didn't have a spring tide? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Was your mother strict on cleanliness? Yeah. Mm. Wash your ears and wash your neck. <laughs> Behind your ears. That type of thing. Mm -hmm. Did they take a bath once a week or more often? Yeah. Once a week and more often if you need it, <laughs> probably. Mm -hmm. Did your parents bathe as much as you did as a child? Well, I expect they did. I can remember bringing in the old wash tub and putting it in beside the big old round stove. And what was the wash that made of? Tin? Or tin. Metal. Mm -hmm. Carrying it in, carrying it out, heating the water and tea kettles and putting it in the wash tub. And 
quite a job to... It was. You had to plan for it. You couldn't uh, turn the faucet and get the... <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you think your child is happy or...? Yes. I think so. Did you often go down to the Ordway store when you were a kid? I can remember going down there when they had um, Grange meetings upstairs and going up and down the stairs. I fell down the stairs all length one time. Both that's why I picked up. My mother came running. <laughs> they used to leave us to play, you know. They were like two halls. Mm -hmm. They had the meeting in one hall. And we were playing in the other hall. and I don't know what happened, but anyway, down I went. Scared everybody. Were your parents active in the Grange? Yeah. Were your parents active in the Grange? Mm -hmm. Well, my mother never belonged. My father didn't. I did. Mm -hmm. Which Grange? Here? Westville. And he belonged Fort Collinson, too. Mm -hmm. What would the Grange do for you? Oh, uh, I guess there's more entertainment than anything else wanted to. Well, I think it is now. I think there was a time when you had uh, talked about legislative things and, and more about farm things than you do today. Today it's more social. Mm -hmm. And the ritual, the range ritual. There's actual ritual? Oh yes, there's ritual. And it's based on the, based on the Bible, the deal. Oh, no. mm -hmm. Did you have to pay dues to the Grange? Oh, yes, you pay dues to the Grange. Mm -hmm. <coughs> How much did it used to be? Well, I forgot. But it's gotten now, so we pay $3 a year. I think it was a dollar a year one. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, not much. What other groups did you belong to when you and your parents belonged to when you were a boy? Well, my father belonged to Foresters. What was that like? That was, uh, oh, uh, life insurance, more. But they have their meetings like the odd fellows. They mm. don't remember going down to Fort. Are there any odd fellows around here? Odd fellows? Yeah, is that around here? I don't know whether they're in the loan or not. Nothing. I'm sure. No I don't know. Anything about the odd sound. But he found the foresters, but they, there isn't any foresters lodge now. Was it a big group? Yes, towards that time. Lots of, uh, lots of guys insured for the room, you know. But how many? Any idea how many? No. I, I know he used to go to music when I was a young fellow. Mm -hmm. Other groups would you belong to? The church? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were all Presbyterians. In fact, my great grandfather was one of the founders there. And my grandfather was a Methodist in Cook's Corners. Helped build that church there, Cook's Corners. Mm -hmm. My mother belonged to that church. Then after she was married, she belonged to the Presbyterian church. Was it 
church active socially too? Yeah. More so than it is now. How often would you say it would be a church event, I guess is the word? Well, uh, of course, they always had two services on Sunday and a prayer meeting in the middle of the week. They don't anymore. Did you go to have church suppers. And how's that? Did, did you, did your, you and your family go to the yeah. church suppers? Were how often? Oh, we'd have three or four. Men used to cook for supper and have what they call the men's supper, oyster suppers. Mm -hmm. Didn't cost much then to go to the suppers it does now. Mm -hmm. Think of having an oyster supper for ten cents. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cheap. Oysters were cheap. Mm -hmm. Were there church socials in the summer too? Well, I don't remember only the picnic in the summertime. Do you, Catherine? There was a church picnic. We'd go to Messina Point, Stanley Island on the boat, something like that. The boat run between the fort and Stanley Island stopped off at different places. Mm. Did many people travel by boat then? Huh? Did many people travel by boat then? Why well, mostly be uh, picnics? Mm -hmm. But the, uh, I guess Captain Small would boat run every day, didn't he? Between Dundee and Hamilton's Island, Stanley Island, Messina, Point. Mm. I think it run every day. Of course, they carried freight then. Mm -hmm. Made difference. Mm -hmm. You could drive. You could drive down uh, Dundee and drive your horse and carriage right on the boat. When you got to. Was it that large? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But how many carriages would it hold? Oh, I don't know. Probably three, four. Mm -hmm. Quite a large boat. Yeah, oh yeah, quite a large boat. Was it, it was a steamboat? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Side filler or paddle filler? In order to screw. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of memory for it. Were the trains through Fort Cottingham in New York more? Oh, yeah. What train was that? Grand Trunk. Mm -hmm. Did you travel much by, on the train when you were young? No. Yeah. no. You just go to Lance's, Lena. Go up there at night on the night train, come back on the morning train. <laughs> <laughs> go to a dance in Salina. Yeah. Had a big hall there then. Mm -hmm. Lots used to go up and forth to the dance. Made it handy, you know. Mm -hmm. Didn't cost much for in that little distance. Mm-hmm. Were there any troubles between the um, Indians and the people in the fort? Back oh, then? they had their brawls, yes. 
thing to do is to get drunk. They're just as bad now as it was then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of trouble down there, you know. Yeah. 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 just, what, two weeks ago, Sunday? Who was it they hammered up there? Why, the Chapman boy there, Robert, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't Yes. Wasn't that Donald that's in everything? Donald Chapman? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It have to be him than Robert. I don't know, but... Well, I didn't pay too much attention <laughs> to Robert's it. the one that... Then anyway, he went to hospital. Married to Sherry Howell. I guess it's a Donald. Or, or Jimmy, one of them. Yeah, I don't think it was the one that married Sherry There was about 30 Indians there. Oh. Around the... Hmm. The church there, the first Indian church. Down at our church? Yeah. That's where it happened. Yeah. They hammered him up pretty well. And then somebody come to his help. Well, he was unconscious. Bought his liquor morning to get. And poor law enforcement. When uh, Cohout, Otto help was justice down here now, Mr. He straightened the town up out there. There was no one, monkey business around him. Mm-hmm. But he's dead and gone. They haven't got a good justice there now. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement stripped, stripped your back and when you were a boy, do you think? Or was there? Why, <coughs> we didn't used to have too much trouble down there then. I'll tell you, in those days, I think the Indians were... Uh, a little more afraid of the whites than they are now. Mm-hmm. They mix a whole lot more now. Mm-hmm. Was the reservation was larger though when you were a boy than it is now in terms of numbers? I don't know whether it was or not. I couldn't say it was. Mm-hmm. Would you go there very often? Why no, I never. Guys, soon and so. We've spatched our young cattle up there, though. Even reservation. Never lost any. Mm-hmm. Were the Indians well liked, or how do people feel? Oh, they're just like everybody else. There's good Indians and there's bad Indians, mm-hmm. the same way the Irish and the French. There's good people in all races. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were some nice Indians. There is the day, and they're smart, a lot of them. Well educated, college educated, hold good jobs. And you, of course, you know all about the steel workers. They're the best in the world. Mm-hmm. The steel workers are. Do you have Indians as hired men? Well, I've worked for them, yeah. I never saw an Indian yet, what I liked. They used to come along with them in baskets, I remember, in the wintertime, and have a whole sled load of baskets. How much were they expensive, or...? No. no. We used to buy bushel baskets, or We'd trade them pork and things like that that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Barter. Did they ever cut trees from your, from your swamps or anything? Yeah, they steal trees, ash. There ain't no ash in the can't <laughs> Mm. They wouldn't ask permission to cut them? No, we didn't cut them. Hmm. 
Do people resent that or what? Oh, not too much, no. They were black ash. And uh, they weren't worth an awful lot in it. Yeah, I've seen them make baskets up there and found the ash and a lot of hard work to it.